Hello everyone, my name is Rafal and I would like to welcome you to my Headshot Photography podcast. In today's podcast, I want to talk about something which, in my opinion, is extremely important. Something that I've struggled for many, many years. And I want to talk about several strategies how to avoid getting into debt. This is something that a lot of photographers struggle with. I was one of them. For many, many years, I I had very big financial issues, even though I was making a lot of money as a wedding photographer. But the problem I had was the fact that I had issues with managing my money. And I know being in this industry, it's not easy. You have to be prepared for the worst. Uh, also, running own business, it's something that you cannot really make this whole thing stable all the time. There's are, there are better months, there are months which we don't have enough clients. Um, then we might run into unexpected situation like for example, pandemic where our businesses got shut down for many, many months. And those ones who are prepared for it, they could somehow manage it and they could go through it. But there are some businesses which, you know, they have not enough savings, they didn't have enough money just in case situation like this occur. And that's why they struggle a lot. And I want to talk about it, especially for those photographers who starting off the business and photographers who are in the business and they struggle with their financials. And as I said, it's really easy to borrow the money to have credit cards. This is not big of a deal. Maintaining them and managing them and not running into the issues and problems and a lot of debt. It's it's this is another story. And I want to share with you some of these techniques I've used, some of those things we have to be aware of, some of those things which we have to be extremely cautious. And as I said, for many, many years, I had a lot of financial troubles to the point that at one day I said enough is enough. I have to stop this charade and I have to learn how to control my spendings, creating budgets and just get out of the debt because getting into it, it's really easy process. It takes few months and you might be basically buried in credit, which you're never going to be able to get out of and the interest rates and all this crazy stuff, which they piling up fairly quick, can destroy you not only business, but can also destroy you mentally. Because if you're living all the time in that fear that you don't have money for bills, you don't have money to paying your credit cards, you don't have money to, I don't know, pay for things which are urgency. So it's a really emotional and mental stress for anybody and it's going to affect your health it's going to affect uh, the relationship with you have with your family it's going to affect so many things and a lot of people don't realize that but i was there i'm not the kind of person who i would say learn in the young age how to i would say uh, manage your money how to basically 
be free financially. I'm coming from the family which have always financial issues and I actually grew up with this and I basically have the same issues when I got older to the point that I said to myself, I need to learn about this stuff. So I could go on and on about how important that is, but let's discuss some of those strategies which I implemented into my life and my business to kind of not only get out of the business, but control the money better, to control finances a little bit, I would say better way. And I'm not saying I'm kind of like money free and I can do whatever I want. I still have to control it, still have to manage it. But it's much easier if you have this kind of, I would say, uh, strategy in, in, in put in place, which helps you to control what's happening. So let's start with the first point, which is creating budget and stick to it. And I know, especially at the beginning, when you getting into the business, there's all those things which you want to purchase. There's cameras, there's better lenses, there's better lighting, there is always something which technically could improve what we do, but sometimes it's not. But, you know, that also kind of affects the, the, the how much money we spend and how much money we are able to spend and how much we can afford it. And I know a lot of photographers, they have this mentality that, oh, if I will buy this better equipment, I'm going to get better clients or I'm going to make more money. This is not true. As long as, you know, the equipment works and you can create great images, I think you should stick to it. And I think just going completely bonkers and crazy with with all this newest and top shelf equipment, it's not going to bring you more clients. And as I mentioned a few minutes ago, being in this headshot photography business, it's not something which is going to be constantly stable. You're going to have constant amount of clients. That takes time, especially at the beginning. You might have 10 clients a month. Sometimes you might, you might zero. So you have to be prepared for this. So creating the budget, how much you want to kind of invest into this business is extremely important. And I remember when I was wedding photographer, I always wanted to have the best equipment because I thought, oh, it's going to be more reliable and it's going to produce me better images and all this crazy stuff. But then I was just putting all this stuff into my credit cards because I didn't make enough money to have that kind of, I would say, pleasure and that kind of budget for buying this type of equipment. And that was a huge mistake. And we're going to discuss into the, into a little bit more detail how this is going to affect you in the, in the kind of for the long run. But at the beginning, especially try to stick to stuff which are affordable, something which you don't have to put on the credit cards, create a budget, how much you can spend on buying equipment or renting a studio and all this stuff, and just be reasonable and try to kind of create a budget which not going to put you into debt, something that you are able to control and something that it's going to... And if you actually put some mind into it, you start researching, you're going to try to manage this, I can guarantee you, you're able to get great equipment for, I would say, decent amount of money, which kind of won't put you into some crazy debt. 
So you can buy used stuff, you can borrow stuff. There's all sorts of different options which you can use to manage your budget properly and don't overspend and just basically be broke because you know you end up with amazing amount of let's say you're gonna end up with a lot of equipment, but you're not gonna be able to use that equipment enough and you're not gonna have enough clientele to pay it back. So remember about it. The next one is that was my huge problem limit impulse purchases this is something that a lot of photographers struggle with because you see this commercial which kind of hits you and you just like oh my god if only i would i would get this lens I, I would get this this camera or i would get you know some other things it's gonna make me better photographer so they kind of praise on your insecurities and you might get this impulse purchase because you know you're just gonna you're just gonna create a story in your head that you know you're gonna be able to be, I don't know be better photographer create better images and it's gonna just um, you know it's it's a not rational approach um, sometimes the way I do things right now and you guys probably know me I'm buying used equipment i'm working on equipment for many many years i don't buy much you know i'm buying things when i really really have to and even if i have to purchase some stuff i do some research i'm trying to uh, check any type of um you know used stuff which also could save me some money so you have to be extremely careful and also what i want to point it out that impulse purchases always happens at the beginning because, you know, the more research we do and we see, you know, and always what I found you starting with something simple, like, you know, the basic lens, and then you start reading and you start kind of doing, and then you just like going all the way top to the top and you're buying the most expensive thing you can possibly find. So you have to also know how to understand what you need um, you know, how this is going to benefit you, if, if this is going to really improve, you know, what you do, or if this is going to just be really, really small improvement, then you have to kind of, but before you buy some very expensive stuff, stuff, give yourself 48 hours where your emotions can calm down and, and you can really make rational decision instead of, you know, going to the store and get hooked on on some you know very expensive stuff um, the next one also is extremely important cut out the wants focus on the needs and I know we all struggle with that there's tons of things what do we want but what do we actually need this is another story right so I remember when I started my hatchet photography business I have again top-notch top-shelf equipment and then what happened was there was just the things what I wanted. It's not what was, there was no, those basically that stuff what I bought was not really useful. I paid a lot of money. I struggled with this quite a bit. And then I started kind of like doing reverse engineering and focusing on things what I really need. And you know what happened, which was quite interesting. I cut down my equipment to have I sold so many things because I really didn't need that and it was not necessary. Plus, what happened also was was the fact that, you know, like some of the stuff what I had was just overkill. I, I, I needed things which were simple, 
easy to transport. It was things which, you know, gave me a little bit more flexibility. Um, so again, before you start buying any equipment, before you start purchasing things, again, focus on what you really need and what is necessary and, and instead what, you know, would be nice to have it or, you know, the things which is kind of trendy and, and, and this is what our kind of desires are telling us. Okay, so the next one, number four, this is really big one, limit credit card use. If you have to put something on the credit card, it's absolutely necessary. This is something which is emergency purchase. Don't put any expensive stuff on credit cards. And that was one of the biggest mistakes I've done. And let me kind of explain you why this is crazy thing when people buy, let's say, you know, brand new camera body and they put, let's say, five, six thousand dollars in the credit card. As you probably know, credit cards, they charge insane amount of interest and you paying typically between 15 to 25 percent annually for any credit card purchase. And if you don't, if you, let's say, buy something and you, 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 you are unable to pay it off within the first month, that means you shouldn't buy this stuff. And I put, I don't even want to tell you how much, but let's say you're buying something for five grand and you are not able to pay it off for a year. You pay, you pay 20% extra on the top of it. So this is just nuts. And those credit cards, they have no mercy. They're going to just keep charging you every month the interest. And, you know, from $5,000 within a few years, you might double what you borrow from them. So big no-no for credit cards. And as I said, it's good to have credit cards, as I said, as an emergency, but never ever buy any crazy stuff and any expensive stuff and put it on the credit card, especially if you know you are unable to pay it off because it's really to swipe the card, but then you still have to pay it not to mention the interest is going to kill you. And I know a lot of photographers, they, let's say, paying one credit card with the other credit card. I was one of those people and I was just insanity. So I'll tell you what the solution is if you have that. But yeah, credit cards, it's a big, big no-no. Okay, the next one, explore borrowing options that don't involve high interest rates. And this is something what we just talked about it. You know, if you have to do some big purchase and spend a lot of money on something, search for different options. Go to the bank, go to some, you know, other places which might give you some more fixed interest rate where you know exactly how much you're paying and they give you some, let's say, installments where you can pay it monthly. There is some options which you know exactly what you're getting into and you're not going to spend crazy amount of money on interest card, for example, on the credit card. So there are options. You have to just search for them. You have to look for them. You have to negotiate those. But as I said, before you buy some big purchases, you know, check your bank, see if they have some, let's say, business loans, which can allow you to some credit, like uh, some line of credit uh, with low interest rates. So there's, there's, there's a lot of options, but you have to look for them and you have to explore them and see what's going to work the best. So before you put anything, as I said, on the credit card, 
make sure you talk to other um, institutions which are able to you know lend you some money and then you know with the interest rates which is not going to kill you and it's going to give you some a little bit of better um, outcome the next one is negotiate bills and interest rates so this is something what i was saying a few minutes ago about the credit cards if your credit cards are killing you and you have i, I would say you have you're just paying the interest and you, you can't really pay them off call them and talk to them hey guys can you guys give me let's say six months um you guys are basically going to take off the, the the interest payments they do that if, if they if you talk to them politely and you tell them hey i'm in kind of financial struggle and you know I, i'm just unable to pay this card can you guys help me what you can do um contact your bank and also they can help you with negotiate on your behalf the interest so there's always a lot of options but i think a lot of people they're scared whenever they have to deal with this and again i was one of them i was embarrassed because i, I was in the debt um, i felt like i'm failure and I was unable to kind of deal with my money and calling them and asking for help was simply embarrassing. So don't make that mistake. If you feel that everything is out of control, you're unable to pay your bills, you're unable to pay the credit card, contact those institutions and talk to them and ask them about what solution you might have in, in order to, you know, kind of maybe not fix the problem, but help you. So always ask for help call them contact them talk to them and see what they're going to say and you might hear a lot of no's they might ignore you they might not help you but the also important element is never give up you know if let's say you reach out to some person and they say hey i can't help you talk to their manager like hey you know is there anybody else above you which I can talk to and maybe they can help me. And and that's usually I found was the best solution because if you talk to some person who is like at the very end of this pyramid, they cannot do much. But the higher they are in the hierarchy, they, they have way more options. They have way more tools to help you. And I've noticed that they can do that they can really do a lot of things which you probably not gonna even believe like you know i have a case where i reach out to my credit card and they freeze the payments for six months they say we'll give you three months we're not going to charge you any interest um try to pay as much as you can but after that we're going to just charge you again so we'll give you like a little bit of break from all these payments all this interest rates and all this crazy stuff but you have to use that time to somehow figure out how you're going to be able to pay it off and that helped me tremendously but i have to ask and i have to talk to the right person to do that okay let's move forward take advantage of discounts whenever possible and sometimes it's possible sometimes it's not but um it's always important to, you know, kind of ask for discounts. Um, always important to kind of, if you're planning to buy something, wait for the times where they might have some discounts. 
also asking for the discounts, it's not a bad idea. I always do that. I was always embarrassed to do that because I thought it's like I'm kind of looking as I'm, I'm pretending I'm cheap, but never hurts. The worst case scenario might happen. They're going to say no. So who cares? You know, if they're going to say no, great. If, if you still kind of convince and, and you're like made a decision, I'm going to buy certain things, then it's a different story. But uh, asking for a discount, I don't think it's a bad idea. As I said, the worst case scenario, they're going to say no. But sometimes you, you're not going to believe you might get some massive discount because they might, I don't know, have some kind of room to negotiations and, and they might say, hey, you know what, I'll give you 10% off or something, you know. So that's always kind of helps and save you some money and makes you feel better. And, you know, you can use that money for something else. So that's something which keep in mind, it's extremely, I would say, valuable and asking for discounts, um, it, it never hurts. It It's, as I said, it's always might do some miracles and you might be shocked what you might get into it and what these people can kind of offer you. The next one is a huge one. Have a fallback emergency fund. This is something that, you know, a lot of people don't pay, don't pay attention to. They never do that. And they just running from month to month and they hope they're going to be able to, you know, pay the bills at the end of the month. So having at least, I would say between three to six months, some kind of fund which you know helps you in 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 in, in case shit kind of hits the fan and then you're unable to work or you let's say don't have clients or you're running into some uh, let's say pandemic, so you're secured that you know you're gonna be able to pay all your bills for the next three to six months and you don't have to worry about working. That's something extremely important and you know save whatever way that you can have a cash on the side have some kind of different saving account or something that you can put that money on the side and make sure that it sits there and you don't have to kind of like freaking out if something kind of goes the wrong way uh, you're going to be struggling to pay the bills and i know from again my own experience sometimes what happens you know you might get sick i for example several years ago you guys remember i had this really bad uh, bike incident and i was basically um i i couldn't work for three months but you know i was able to pay the bills i didn't worry like hey you know what i'm not going to be able to feed my family i'm not going to be able to pay my mortgage um i had that fund which makes me secure and it just gives you peace of mind like you go to bed at night and you don't have to worry that if something goes wrong you're gonna just kind of struggle and you have to borrow the money or you have to put things on credit cards that's it's devastating the next one is of course extremely obvious pay bills on time this is another thing um not paying bills on time that also might get you into trouble because you might get some fines, you might get rejected for certain things, uh, it might go on your record. So make a system which, you know, you are on the top of this. And I know some people don't. Um, I was, again, one of them for quite some time, but I, I had some big penalties to pay and affected my credit and it was just disaster but i have to learn now you know i have all this 
list of bills I have to pay on certain times. And there's this kind of checklist, which I'm going every month and I want to make sure that everything is paid on time. I know they're, I know they're, I pay those bills. So, you know, I don't have to kind of go back and kind of like, oh, did I pay this or I didn't pay this? Uh, I don't know. So make sure you have this all, everything also organized and, and, and you know exactly what it's happening or where the money goes, where the bills are due. And then you have all this information basically figured it out, put in place, and you know exactly what's happening. And the last one, which in my opinion is extremely important, and we talk a little bit about it, consider seeking help with debt management. If you are kind of in a situation that you just completely out of control, situation where you don't control, you every month your debt getting bigger and bigger and bigger, don't hide, don't try to pretend everything is okay, don't hope, you know, I will get out of this, because if, if let's say this, this debt is so huge that you this is basically beyond your control, then it's good to go and get help. And there's a lot of institution, um, some of them, they're government ones, there's some private ones, and I also went to one of those, and I get tremendous amount of help. They sit down with me. They went through all my debts. They told me exactly what I can do. Um, they gave me a bunch of options. They gave me some resources I could seek in and I could talk to some other, I would say, institutions which could help me with, with for example, like lowering the interest rates with my credit card Um you know, there's there's there, there's definitely a lot of valuable information which can help you to control it and, and hopefully get out of this. And yeah, don't be scared. And I know it's embarrassing. And I know for some people it's something that they, they don't want to talk about it. And I was also one of them. Whenever I was in that situation, I remember if someone bring the money, I was... I was extremely embarrassed. I didn't want to talk about it. I was getting angry and I was getting anxiety and I was just like, you know, just leave me alone. And I know because I was in that situation, I was frustrated. I was, you know, kind of feeling I'm out of control and really affect me um, mentally. And then I was, I was a mess. And I have to say that for the last almost a decade, when I change my approach, I, I I have a way better way of controlling my money. I have way better control of managing, you know, everything what is happening in my life when it comes to finances. And that really impact me, not only my business, but also impact my relation with my family, with friends, with, with everything around, right? So it's a stress which you don't need, but also you have to, Make sure that you're doing the right steps, especially when you're starting the business. But if you run into the situation, make sure that, you know, you ask for help because the help is out there. Um, you can definitely reach out to specific, as I said, institution or people and they can they can help you with 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 this because it's better to stop this when it's still when you are in a situation where you still can kind of manage this. Because, you know, typically what happens like when you kind of cross the line and this getting kind of 
as I said, everything goes out of control, it might put you in the situation that it's going to be very difficult to manage and getting out of it. And as you probably know, when it comes to money, there is no mercy. Like people just don't care. Like, you know, they will pull every penny out of you even like it, it's just it's, it's, it's just crazy. So making sure that you have this under control is extremely important. Okay, I'm going to stop here. I, I know I'm getting extremely passionate because this is something that affects me big time and I don't want people to go for the same, I would say, problems and the same issues. Um, and I know this is something that a lot of photographers out there, they struggle with this. So if you have any questions, any concerns, you want to share something with me, please feel free. You guys know where to find me. I'll be more than happy to discuss this further. But again, um, yeah, I want to talk about it because... Uh, I know how that feels and I know how difficult times we're living right now. And this is something that we have to really pay attention to because this is going to just, it's a big part of our life. And then we need to have this under control and we need to manage this properly. Okay. Thank you for listening. I hope that was interesting. Stay tuned and I'll chat with you guys very soon. Bye-bye.